Hello, and welcome to the Sisters in the Spirit podcast. My prayer is that this podcast would be a ray of hope for your week. My name is Sarah St. Clair, and I'm delighted that you have joined me here. We are going to connect around the life-giving truths we find in God's Word and have honest conversation about the challenges we face day to day. I want to encourage you from my own life experiences and also chat with women like yourself who have walked through seasons of suffering and yet remained strong in their faith. Sister, you are not alone. You are precious to the Heavenly Father. Let's grow together as we seek to know Christ and worship Him in every area of our life. Hello there, friend, and welcome to episode three of the Sisters in the Spirit podcast. I'm so glad that you've chosen to join me today, and I hope today's episode is a blessing to you. I am sitting here on the couch with my giant puppy who thinks she's a lap dog, but she's 70 pounds of dog. Um, but she's very happy to be snuggled up to me. Um, the house is nice and quiet because everybody's sleeping. Um, But I lit a candle, a new candle I bought this week. It's called uh, Rainwater Lily, and it smells so good. Picked it up from Target. Um, And I have a cup of tea that I'm finishing next to me. So maybe your... Um, able to listen to this in a quiet moment that you have, Um, or maybe you are in the midst of running kids to their activities or waiting in car line, washing the dishes, taking a shower. I mean, us women are good at multitasking, right? So However you are able to slip in listening to this podcast in your day, in your week, um, I am very thankful to have you here and also just pray that it is a rich blessing in your life and can just help spur you on um, to continue to pursuing your relationship with Jesus and um, maybe give some hope or uh, direction in um, a area of your life that you've been praying about. So um, I wanted to check in and just see how you're doing. Um, I would love to actually know. So You can um, find me on Facebook. Um, Sisters in the Spirit actually has a Facebook group. It's a private group. So if you go there 
onto Facebook, you can search the group and then um, I can approve you to join. And I would just love to see more of y'all's faces over there and be able to connect with you and hang out throughout the week. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at raising underscore rubies times six, um, representing my six daughters that I am hoping to raise up to be virtuous women. And, um, yeah, you can message me on Instagram and let me know how you are doing. Um, last week I had talked about the nearness of God and what a special gift that is, um, based on Psalm 139. So I was just wondering how your week went and, um, if you remembered the nearness of God throughout your week amidst whatever you were facing. Um, in all honesty, I have to admit that I did not remember the nearness of God. Um, I very quickly forgot that he is close and I became very discouraged. Um, I think if you uh, were able to catch the first episode, you remember um, that I talked about my husband having gone through a job um, job loss and um, changing. Uh, we're trying to figure out a new normal, and right now he's working as a server at Olive Garden um, during this in-between time. And so he works different shifts on different days and every day's a little bit of a guessing game. So at least from week to week it is. Um, so from going, um, you know, we used to have a normal, a normal routine. It was crazy. All my friends thought our life was crazy and hectic, which it was, but at least I knew the rhythm and I had gotten used to the rhythm. Um, and I think you all can agree that having rhythms in life is very helpful when you're trying to manage and juggle a bunch of people's schedules and figuring out how to get people from here to there and make sure they get to all their activities. So, um, as the mom, I'm the organizer of all of those things. And it's just been a, a challenge right now to keep on top of it all and stay flexible, um, and manage all of that from day to day. So, I had just let myself get really bogged down with that and um, weariness had set in and I just felt, I don't know, like forgotten, you know, how long is this going to last and when are we going to get a new family routine and um, I just let myself really spiral and um, so I opened my Bible on Wednesday morning 
after a few days of feeling really discouraged, um, I just needed needed a word from the Lord. And um, that morning I was in um, Psalm 119. I've been reading through that Psalm and just being reminded of the amazing gift that the Word of God is. And that morning I happened to be reading verse 148 through 152. And I'm just going to read what it says and um, how the Lord used it, share how the Lord used it in my heart. Um, it says, I stay awake through the night thinking about your promise. In your faithful love, O Lord, hear my cry. Let me be revived by following your regulations. Lawless people are coming to attack me. They live far from your instructions, but you are near, O Lord, and all your commandments are true. I have known from my earliest days that your laws will last forever. And friend, that just hit me right in the face um, to be reminded again, but you are are near, O oh Lord. And I was like, oh my goodness, I already forgot. And um, I'm crying out to you, Lord, please revive me. I need to be revived again. And I was like, what was the key that it said? How, how was David going to be revived? And in this verse, it says, by following your regulations. And I was thinking, well, that doesn't sound very comforting, like following, you know, the law or rules. Who likes rules and regulations? Um, and yet I thought about it and just realized again, like the, the kindness of God gives us a path to walk on and a path of righteousness that he wants us to follow. And if we follow in that path, um, we have his protection. We have his, um, his structure that he's given us. And that can anchor me in this time of everything else feeling chaotic and unpredictable. His word is predictable, and he is the rock on which I can stand. Um, and it was just such a great reminder, and I hope it is for you as well. Um, with whatever storms have come your way this week or um, a season that you might be struggling through, remember that the Lord is near and that you can follow him, and he's the same yesterday, today, and always. And then I was thinking also about that first part that said, I stay awake through the night thinking about your promise. And I was like, what promise am I forgetting that I need to be rehearsing in my mind to keep me from getting discouraged? 
And I just closed my eyes and asked God to just speak a word, a promise, and remind me. And I heard him say, his grace is sufficient. My my strength is made perfect in your weakness. And tears just started running down my face. And I was just like... It's it's true, Lord. I I need to ask again for your grace. Thank you for your grace that is accessible, that I can ask for it. And I just admit again how much I need you. And I am weak. And why is it so hard for us to admit how much we need him and those areas of weakness in our life and And so I just had a moment of just feeling um, so loved by the Father to lead me to these verses and corrected by Him, but then hugged by Him. And um, that offer of grace, um, being able to receive that from my Heavenly Father and reminded to abide in the vine and find my strength from him. He is, he is our source of strength. And, um, so anyway, it just hit me like how fast I had forgotten. And I felt as I was sharing with a friend, how quickly I had, you know, just forgotten about his nearness and stuff. I'm like, I need to do my whole podcast episode from last week all over again, because, I already have forgotten and just gotten, you know, in my own head. And um, so it encouraged me, I guess, or um, reminded me that this is why I'm doing the podcast is because I feel like we so quickly forget the truths that need to guide us and keep us um firm in our faith and steadfast in hope. Um, Hebrews 10, 23 and 24 says, let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope that we affirm for God can be trusted to keep his promise. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. So I feel like this should be um, the mantra verses for Sisters in the Spirit. And so it's my goal to help motivate us to um, acts of love and good works. And I'm really excited. Next week, we get to have a... um, our very first guest on and we are going to be talking about the issues around anxiety and how the Lord um, met a friend who was really struggling and her life was really spiraling out of control from anxiety and she's just going to share honestly her journey to freedom from that. And I just know it's going to be a blessing to all of us. So, um, very much excited about that. 
um, I thought that I would take a minute to share my own personal testimony um, of salvation because I just think salvation stories are so neat and um, it really helps you understand where a person came from and how the Lord rescued them. And all of our salvation stories are so unique, just like our fingerprint. And it's God's fingerprint of love. And I would love to hear yours. So again, another thing that you could reach out and share with me, I would absolutely love to hear your salvation testimony or if you're someone who is still wondering um, what the whole deal with Christianity is and Jesus and why is this girl so excited about talking about the Bible, um, I would love to chat with you about that as well. So let me just take a minute to share um, my, my story and how I met Jesus. So I was born and raised in Illinois. Um, my family did attend church um, since as long as I can remember. Um, but... We moved to upstate New York to the beautiful Adirondack Mountains when I was seven. My dad took a job at Word of Life Bible Institute as one of their chefs in their kitchen. And so I spent about seven years at Word of Life and it was a wonderful experience for me. Um, my dad worked um, at both Word of Life Ranch in the summer and also some summers at Word of Life Island, which was the for the teenagers, the summer camp for teenagers. Um, but that first summer, I would have been eight years old. And I attended a week of camp at Word of Life Ranch. And there was a message by Harry Balback. And I still can remember being in, um, in that chapel time and hearing the message about Jesus and how he wants to be a friend that sticks closer than a brother. And I, at the time, was, um, I just felt lonely. I wanted a friend, um, a true friend. I just, in my heart, I just felt that longing so much for a friend that I could count on. Um, I was also consumed with um, fear of death. Um, I feel like at eight years old, you start realizing the reality of some of these deeper things. And um, it really scared me um, to think about eternity and the greatness of eternity and 
um, not knowing like, you know, if, am I going to go to heaven? Um, and so that night, um, I remember them sharing how Jesus has made a way, um, that sin separates us from God, but Jesus died on the cross to save us from our sin and to make a way for us to have relationship with God and, um, that our sin can be forgiven and we can have eternal life and know the promise of heaven is ours. And so that night they said, if you sense Jesus calling to you, um, come forward and, um, you can pray with someone to receive Jesus. And I went forward and, um, I remember praying and asking the Lord to be my savior, um, but also be my friend. And I just remember being so elated and full of joy. I wanted to tell everybody when I went back to ballet class, I would, I remember asking my friends, do you know how to get to heaven? Cause I know how to get to heaven and Jesus loves you and he wants to be your friend and he's the best friend. Um, and so it was definitely a turning point in my life where I, um, felt that the spirit was definitely living inside of me and the joy of the Lord, um, just kind of started bubbling out of, of me, um, onto other people. And, um, word of life was a great place to be raised because, um, they had some awesome devotionals and, um, Bible programs for teenagers. So the church we were going to did, um, used those programs and, some of you probably remember, um, the quiz team, word of life quiz teams that we would do, um, and, uh, and the devotionals that just had it so well broken down. They would give you a Bible verse and then, um, or a a short passage of scripture and then have lines where you would just answer like two questions. What, was this verse about? And then how does God want you to respond? And so doing that exercise as a teenager really taught me how to study the word of God in an easy way, but just to fill my mind with scripture. And, um, that's where I just know like my hunger and thirst for, um, understanding the word of God and studying the word of God really started. So when I was 15, my dad felt called to um, move our family to Michigan in order to help with a um, camp startup. Uh, Life Action Ministries was switching their camp from being a youth camp to a family camp. And so um, our family moved out there so that my dad could help um manage guest services and kind of revamp the menu, um, and get the kitchen, 
um, more set up to feed families instead of, you know, corn dogs and chicken nuggets all the time. And um, I'm very thankful that my dad listened to to God's prompting um, because if he hadn't obeyed, I wouldn't have met my husband, Tim. That's where we met when um, I was 15. We moved out there and um, Tim's family what was um, a ministry family there. His dad was a revivalist for Life Action Ministries. And so that is a story for another day. Um, so you can all look forward to the, the love story, um, podcast, but, um, life action was another amazing, um, place to grow in my relationship with the Lord. Um, we would have these revival weeks, um, during the summer where they would invite wonderful, um, dynamic preachers to come in and, um, challenge us in our walk and share, um, great content from the word of God. And, um, I remember in particular the summer that I was 16, um, just being challenged to say yes to God, um, to do whatever he wanted, with your life to just surrender to him and not have your own agenda, but to just say, Lord, whatever you want, I want to be available. And, um, so that was a summer where I just, I surrendered it all and just said, whatever it is you want, God, I just want to be obedient and follow after you. And, um, I think as a teenager, you kind of think, well, now that I said yes, now he's going to like give me a clear, you know, okay, well, this is what I want you to do and then I'll do it. And then like, we'll just, you know, do that. And, um, you know, now looking back as a, a grown up, we realize life is such a journey and such a process you never really arrive. Um, it's just full of twists and turns, but the process of getting to know the Lord and um, to learn to seek his face and to be obedient on a daily basis is really what is so, um, like where true fruit is born it's not from like a big event or title um that you you have um so anyway that is um a little bit of you know that's my salvation story and um the lord has definitely remained a faithful friend um through all of it. And I look forward to sharing more in detail in the future, um, different parts of that journey that God has taken me on. Um, but in closing, I just wanted to share, um, how the Lord 
um, really just impressed on me to start this podcast and what is motivating me. Um, there was a message that was shared at our church uh, a while back that was talking about dreams and how dreams are like seeds that God plants in our heart. And some dreams he wants you to water right now and um, start tilling the ground and watering and, and weeding out things that would choke that dream and um, nurturing it so it can grow. And then other dreams um, are, are still in dormancy waiting for the right time. And, um, we were, you know, reminded to think about Abraham and how God gave him promises and gave him dreams. And some of those promises took a while, but he did see the answer to his promise and others of them, um, he never saw the final end of those promises or dreams. And so... I started praying and just asking God, Lord, you've given me a lot of dreams. Ever since I was a young child, I know that he's spoken dreams into my heart. And um, I feel like self-doubt and the busyness of life and um, the twists and turns in the journey sometimes can um, cause us to forget those special seeds that he's planted in our hearts. So I just started asking him to show me and um, he revealed to me a number of dreams and just said, Sarah, just write them down and start praying over them and I'll show you what what the next step is. And um, so I wrote them all down and started praying and um, he pinpointed a couple of them and said, I want you to start pursuing this. And um, one of them was pursuing more training in ballet, which I did and um, have graduated from grade one in Chiquetti Ballet to be an instructor and working on getting certified for grade two. Um, but as you probably have, um, from episode one, remember that I teach ballet and ballet has been a big part of my life and is just a passion of mine. So, um, was really excited to be able to find an instructor and pursue that. And then, um, the other was the twice upon a tutu business and, I don't know anything about starting a business, but I have these business ideas and God was just like, you should start this twice upon a tutu business. I've given you the name and you just need to take a step of faith and go for it and I'll help you along the way. So, um, that was an adventure and a growth in, um, just 
learning to not be afraid of failure with that and um, fear of the unknowns. And um, the Lord provided some great friends who were willing to help coach me in um, how to start a business. And um, it's just been a real way for me to grow. Um, And then the last thing was just my heart for women's ministry. And I just started praying, Lord, how do you want me to reach women and touch them and encourage them? Because I just know that that's a passion on my heart. So as I was praying through that, um, he led me to stumble on the idea of podcasting. Well, I hate technology, y'all. I break technology. Um, You can ask my family, but I am the worst when it comes to anything that is electronic, computerized. So the fact that I have figured out how to download an app that can do a podcast and then how to maneuver it um, in order to make it happen is quite a miracle. Um, But that's beside the point. So I'm like, uh, you know, just praying and the Lord leads me to this idea of the podcast. And um, over the summer, I was reading through Isaiah and one morning, the Lord just popped these verses out and was like, this is what I want you to do with the podcast and this new women's ministry. So I just want to read these verses because it's just my prayer for you. Um, it says in Isaiah 62, Because I love Zion, I will not keep still. Because my heart yearns for Jerusalem, I cannot remain silent. I will not stop praying for her until her righteousness shines like the dawn and her salvation blazes like a burning torch. And I just got goosebumps thinking about all of you and how we get discouraged and we lose hope and we lose sight of the prize. We lose courage to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. And the Lord was just like, Sarah, you can't be quiet anymore. You can't um, just sit around waiting for your house to be organized and to feel like you have a it all together and all the answers and stuff before you start talking to your sisters in the Lord about me. And, um, I just, I love each and every one of you and have such a passion to see your righteousness shine like the dawn. 
My middle name is Dawn, Sarah Dawn. And so when I saw that, I was just like, how cool is that? Um, that I can just inspire people to bring forth the light that God has inside of you. And my heart cry is that your salvation would blaze like a burning torch and that we could help each other to do that. And later on in that chapter, you really ought to read that whole chapter because it's just beautiful. Because it says, For the Lord delights in you and will claim you as his bride. And so that is just my prayer for each and every one of you and what is motivating me to do this podcast. And um, I would also just challenge you to sit before the Lord and ask him, what is the dream that he's planted inside of you? Maybe since childhood, I know some of the dreams that I've had, I can pinpoint back to when I was a young child that he placed in my heart and, um, self-doubt can creep in. We can compare ourselves to other people, um, feel inadequate or like we aren't smart enough or, um, resourceful enough or, you know, all the excuses. And so just lay the excuses aside and say, Lord, what is it that I need to stir up and use for you? What dream is it that you're wanting me to start watering and praying over? And, um, I would be so excited if you would share it with me so I can pray with you into that and just see where the Lord is going to take you and how he's going to use you to impact the women and people in your world. So that is my challenge and just what's on my heart today. I pray that it's a blessing. I have a hymn that came to mind for this episode and I apologize because I didn't get my husband to play piano behind me. So it is raw acapella, but I hope it ministers to your heart and especially if you were raised on hymns, you might remember it. If you haven't heard it before, I hope you'll give it a listen um, and not be distracted by the old-fashionedness of it. Um, it. The words were just so beautiful, and I just felt that it was really appropriate for um, to close with. All right, so I just want to close today with a hymn called Jesus I Come. He hath sent me to proclaim liberty to the captive, Isaiah 61.1. 1. 
Out of my bondage, sorrow, and night, Jesus, I come. Jesus, I come into thy freedom, gladness, and light. Jesus, I come to Thee. Out of my sickness into Thy health. Out of my want and into Thy wealth. Out of my sin and into thyself. Jesus, I come to thee. Out of my shameful failure and loss, Jesus, I come. Jesus, I come into the glorious gain of thy cross. Jesus, I come to thee out of earth's sorrows into thy balm. Out of life's storms and into thy calm. Out of distress to jubilant psalm. Jesus, I come to Jesus, I come, Jesus, I come into the joy and light of thy home. Jesus, I come to sheltering fold. Ever thy glorious face to behold. Jesus, I come to thee. Oh, may you come to him, sister. Come out of your darkness out of the shadow and rise to his glorious light. Look upon his face and know that he delights in you and he has so much to give you if you just lay your burdens at his feet
He cast your sin as far as the east is from the west. And he says, sister, rise up and walk in victory and truth.